Greetings. Is this conversation going to turn into a rant today? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you though. So allow me to be real about this conversation as well. Like I said, anything that sets my soul on fire, we talk about it. Bandwagons are dangerous. And I know someone's like, girl, Obvi, you think that, right? You think that. But I didn't finish. Bandwagons are dangerous and I will not take part in them. I'm just, I won't, I won't do it. Now, when I see a bandwagon and usually there's hella people on it, hanging off the sides, the planks are jutting out, the wheels can barely stay on the road, it's swerving all over the place, the capacity is way over. Some are on the wagon because their homes are there, some are there because they've never gotten off. Some are experiencing the thrill of it for the first time, you know. There's always something. There is always something that the youth, aka my generation, aka Gen Z, are always rallying around. There is always something, huh? Oh, there's always for a generation that is big on safety and kumbayaing, allegedly. Y'all love a good bandwagon. And I used to enjoy watching them. I can't even watch them anymore. I just, I, I have better things to do with my time. Taking a nap, maybe. A face mask. Finally reading that manga that's just been sitting there in the corner. Learning about taxes. Anything. Anything else. It's either a celebrity or a school of thought or a political party or a societal issue. It's something this and a this and a... So I wanted to talk about why bandwagons are dangerous and why I personally don't take part in them anymore. Yeah, I just... Mm. Let's begin. Oftentimes bandwagons are not something that holds much weight. I'll explain. So there are times where I enjoy taking out my time to research both sides. I know that's lame. I know, oh my God, I know that's lame. It's boring, you know, why would you do that? Like, who cares about the other side of the argument? Our side is right. You know, I do this thing, I just don't, I don't like to be embarrassed. Listen, I just, I don't like embarrassment. Because what happens when you pick one side and you argue it down to a T is that there's a lack of nuance. It's important to listen to both sides of an argument. You can pick a side, right? Pick a side after you've done thorough research, after you've seen the holes in your side and then be like, you know what? Even if they throw this other thing at me that's inhumane and messed up and whatever, I already know about that. So they can't shake me and I'm still gonna tell you that I support this side. Yo, I'd be like, yo, power to you, respect to you. You know about the corruption and the thing and the thing from that other side and you still here screaming for this one? I can listen. I can give you respect. I can respect that. I can. But as I said before, I don't like to be embarrassed. I don't like to have a side that I may believe in very deeply and then people start poking holes in it. 
and now I'm here with a sinking ship. I feel stupid. Look at all this water covering my 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 thighs and my and, and my ankles and and now it's now I'm waist deep. I don't even know how to get myself out of this position. So personally, I like to get the full picture as much as possible. I like the big picture. I like the full picture. I'm looking at the full picture and I'm like, okay, now I can zoom into this part and I can look into the details and zoom into this other part and look into the details. And ah, now, now I see, you know, all aspects of it. It's very nice. And you see, when we have something like the media, she don't do that. And I've been known that since I was like a baby looking at the tele, the TV set, right? Because I first half of Gen Z. So, you know, still the cable. We still had everything 90s kids had. You know, 90s kids act like they so special. We had everything y'all had and more. We, you know, first half. It's like 2000 to like 2000, I want to say four or five. And then if you have a little sibling, you just took them on the ride with you. So now they think they first half of Gen Z too. I remember looking at the TV set and watching newsreels completely decimate and lie about my family's home country and ever since that age I was like yeah girl this is bs and I'm a child of immigrants so my parents would tell me the reality of the situation they came from and my slight issue with Gen Z is that they're not like, especially the one, the immigrants Gen Z that grow up here. I'm like, is y'all not listening to your parents? Do they not tell you the reality of their home countries or that whatever is being broadcasted here just isn't lining up at all? Like, yes, there's a reality of it, but it's not the full picture. They just pick, they just pick this part and that's the only part they show. I thought we knew better, but like I said, that's why I don't like bandwagons. I don't like bandwagons. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll get on crazy stuff all the time. Like, if they said that, I'm going to take something crazy. Like, if they said, like, racism was cool and they advertised it and everything. and wanna, Let me tell you, I would not be surprised if I saw a bandwagon like that. And then see, like, a whole bunch of, like, different walks of Gen Z hop on it just because it's a bandwagon. You know, I mean, obviously, right? We could say, oh, racism's bad. I, yeah. I mean, whatever. That's I'm, I'm going to say that. Whatever, y'all. Like, it's still there. My point being, everything is not what it seems. You know, I remember when the 2010 earthquake happened to Haiti, right? Around that time, people would come up to me and tell me, how poor the country of my family was. They tell me how devastating it all was. They had everything to say and all the condolences in the world. And it pissed me off because I would bring Haitian food to the lunch table all the time. And my peers had every awful facial expression, commentary, all kinds of fucked up shit that would come out their mouth. But now they're all apologizing and saying sorry and wanting to know if my family is okay in Haiti or if I had any family that needed any help. That's disgusting, right? And that was a bandwagon. Growing up, it was not cool to be... It just, it wasn't cool to have culture. Like, it wasn't cool to be, like... 
You know what I'm saying? Like, those things just, they just weren't cool. Whatever the dominant culture was, that's, you know, this that's what everyone assimilated to. Whatever the trend was, that's what everyone assimilated to. It was the bandwagon, right? I've always hated it. Like, I was just like, this is stupid. I hate this. I, I don't like it at all. And, you know, that's not the only time I've seen it. It, it takes so many different forms. It's also been the times where, like, People will say anything on anything. And I'm just sitting here like, yo, no research. You know, you didn't follow this person's career politically. Like, you just, you know what I'm saying? What is, what is like, you know, you there's no accountability for anything, for nothing. You know what I'm saying? There's no, you know, there's no paying attention it's only when it's sensationalized all of a sudden you're hearing all of the things it's just it's it's so like I said like it just disgusts me you know and this is someone like I said who studied both sides who watched the media say just obscene things about the home country of my parents and my family and you know here's my thing like I don't it's a reality right I don't have a problem if you're like oh my god you know there's poverty in Haiti okay there's poverty in America like one of the biggest populations of poverty in America is children but you focus on what's going on over there like, let's get into it, you know? Someone who has learned not to watch who is speaking, but to listen to what is being said, right? That's why this plat- th- just podcasts are so beautiful because I can't hide the cracks in my voice. I can't hide if something hurts me emotionally. I can't hide if my voice goes up in passion or in speed or if I slow down or if I get quiet I mean maybe I could add out edit out the periods of silence but sometimes I keep them in because I'm like yo like hello so this medium allows to listen right there is a listening that is going on you know because the physical eyes can be very deceiving right especially imagery imagery can be very deceiving all the time there's nothing wrong with acknowledging it there's nothing wrong with that there are times we must rely on our other senses to decipher greater truths so what what's the point Lonnie where are we going with this my point is that I'm gathering from how much I'm observing and paying attention because this is me all observation this is all observation, that the vocal majority lives in an echo chamber. And that vocal majority is usually the one on the bandwagon. And I don't like the bandwagon. I don't believe in the bandwagon. I believe it's dangerous and it can cause more harm than good. It, it does it all the time. The way I used to think years ago, not even the same now. Because there's so many discrepancies, there's so many missing accounts, so many missing people, so many missing conversations, and it would just take time to find, like, if you just took the time to find some film archives, find interviews from, like, 1988, 1992, you know, 2001, like, you know, when TVs were squares, (laughs) I'm serious, and you take the time, find documentaries about what's going on abroad, 
find documentaries on what's happening here you know just absorbing knowledge like even parts pieces of entertainment tell you the tell you kernels pieces of the truth right and then once you start putting it together like i'm to pick any country in south america do you think everything went away because it didn't the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? And I'm not saying things aren't changing right now. That's the beautiful part. Like, I, I, oh my God, I just, so many stupid things said like, oh my God, it's such a horrible time to be. It's a beautiful time to be alive. And also too, like, I don't have the mental engagement or capacity to play games with people either. Like people be wanting to argue over like DMs and tweets and stuff. Listen, you can have it. You win. Right, baby? That's what you wanted. You win. Win. Now go join your other little friends on a little bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? Just leave me out of it. I know what I know. And I am continue to learn and also find out that I know nothing at all. You want to know how deep this thing go? The thing you think you learn and you realize, you know what? This ain't even right either. Because it goes deeper than that. We can take this down a notch. Let's talk about cancel culture. It's the reason why there's a rise in commentary channels over entertainment. It's the reason behind the hypercritical pointing of fingers. Or And I'm sure that the roots in the start of the witch hunts served its purpose, you know, in the hands of the people. I'm sure it served its purpose in the beginning, whatever it was doing. But with time... Do you think it's a coincidence that YouTubers switched over to Twitch or podcasts? I don't think so. I think that people have a lot to say and a lot on their hearts. And I also think that it it's also beneficial not to say what's on their hearts and whatnot. I, I do think that it is important to keep the separation of the two if you're not ready for smoke and heat. I also think that people have a lot of knowledge and wisdom that could be shared, that could be very helpful and eye-opening. And I think pseudo-commentary channels that say the same neutral commentary over and over and over again are boring, or they match exactly what the vocal majority is saying, or just, I'll just say, here like, yo, where's, like, where's the nuance? Where's the flavor? The nuance is the flavor, baby. That's the spice. That's where all the cool stuff... And, like, the bandwagons have spun so much out of control that they don't even, they, they're burnt out. I don't see the same mobs like I used to. I, I just don't see the same outrage. But maybe also, too, for me, like, I don't really use social media like that no more. I don't really watch those people. I got rid of the commentary channels. Because, like, for a long time, I don't, I don't even watch the news. How are you going to tell me to listen to a piece of media that has been for generations telling people how to feel about their skin, how to feel about the shape of their eyes, the shape of their face and their nose? You know, the whole Malcolm X spiel, right? Who taught you how to hate yourself from the top of your head to the to the bottom of your feet to your toes? Who taught you to, you know, like, why would I listen to this? Why would I consume this? And this is a viable for, source of information. Like, there used to be newspapers with, like, local, non-biased news telling you everything that's happening in your community and everything that's going on, you know? And it's like, it's like this tornado, right? The bandwagon, like, it just, you know, 
it wraps around this thing and then it goes on to the next thing and then it burns out and then you know like there's simply no room for revolution on a bandwagon do y'all think you were starting a revolution wait 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 so the same so everyone thinking the exact same way doing the exact same thing doing exactly what they're told all the time you think you're starting a revolution I don't know. I'm the descendant of revolutionists. And that's just not how that works. And, you know, it's so, like I said, people, you have free will. Do what you want. You know what I'm saying? Hang off the bandwagon if you want to. You know what I mean? But, like, everyone keeps talking about history and the wrong side of history and being on the right side of history. And I'm like, y'all don't even read history. Like, you don't even, even if, right, history is mixed in with a lot of truth, lies, and these these gaps of information but once you start to study it over and over and over again you begin to realize okay there's a slight pattern here this thing happened then this thing happened and there's no consequences for all these awful things happening it's why it continues to happen despite all of this crazy stuff happening right despite all of the canceling and things i do think i do believe it's very important to hold grace for people's mistakes right if people are actively growth and learning and understanding and understanding i think that deserves grace i believe that the ones that are pointing fingers and saying, you can't do that and you should have known that and it should have been Googled. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I used to be one of those people. Like, why should I have to explain my human experience to someone else? Like, shouldn't you Google that? You know, shouldn't you Google how natural hair works? Like, shouldn't you? And there was a part of me. And I wasn't always like that, you see. I wasn't always like that. I wasn't raised to be like that because... My parents are immigrants, and so they came from a nation that was predominantly black or Haitian, right? Everyone there is like, oh, you're Haitian. Like, even you have white skin, blue eyes, whatever, you're Haitian. Those conversations weren't necessarily had because even in the conception of IET, it was said that if you have, like, if you are on the island and you're here as a citizen, then you are Haitian. And the founder of Haiti was like, I don't, I believe it was Desalines or the constitution, if I'm not mistaken. And he was like, listen, we don't have this whole color scheme thing going on over here. You know what I mean? You Haitian, you Haitian, you Haitian. And, you know, this conversation of skin. But I do think that we absorb a lot and we project a lot and we do things that we're not proud of, but it's in that ability to change and and become better. That's where the character arc comes from. We talk about main character energy and what we're failing to look at is that in order to become that really dope, perhaps outspoken or well-spoken or wise or all of these things, it takes, it takes some trial, it takes some tribulation, it takes knowledge, it takes absorbing an ideology and then perhaps either strengthening it and being objective about it or, you know, over time being like, you know, this doesn't this isn't adding up. This isn't what I thought it was. This isn't what it always cracked out to be. And that's okay. 
and saying, you know, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this way of thought. I don't agree with the way things are going. I do think that this is, it's unfair and it's dangerous and, you know, it's not cool. I do think you can have your views and your, you know, but I also think that I don't know why it's wrong to agree to disagree. Lately, I've just been listening to people and they say their view and, you know, I'll sit there and say, okay, to each their own. We can agree to disagree. Or, you know what, thank you because I learned something new today. I learned something that I didn't know about. And bandwagons completely negate all of that. <laughs> like, they don't they don't care. They don't care. They don't care to know. They don't. It's just, it's the oddest thing to me. I just, personally, as much as I do think that I could be, I could have a conversation with just about anyone, I would think that people on the bandwagon is just difficult because it's just, you know, even just trying to explain Yeah, but, you know, I've been watching this train. I've been more cognizant and aware of it way before you have been, like, since I was very young because I would see. I'm here to tell you and with gentle warning to think for yourself and be very aware. At least, you know, you can believe what you want to believe. That's fine. But be aware and be a bit more open to different streams and knowledge of information. You could learn something that could save your soul (laughs) like no i'm serious like save your heart genuinely because i do believe there is karma for intentional ignorance it is important to allow people to change their mind and to hold space and have grace you know for others but then you know grace for others would mean grace for oneself and i would think that's why bandwagons are here to begin with right tribalism or at least the illusion of such because even in tribes there are practices of forgiveness and grace and trying again not for super dangerous things though like things like this you would definitely be left out in the cold alone because it's very it's a very vapid energy and it's it's very wound up right it's no time to listen. Even you just saying simple things like, no, I really do think that this is kind of damaging, you know, to all of us. And you can already feel the ramped upness. <laughs> you know, you can already feel the, um, the aggression. And like I said, grace, because I used to do this. I used to be very like, you know, closed off. And not wanting to be understanding. And once again, it took understanding myself in order for me to now sit here today as calmly as I am having this conversation, you know, to have grace on a lapse of human judgment or error. There is something to say about how many times we fall and have to get back up. It's what is missing. We're missing a lot of compassion and a lot of grace. And you can offer that to people even from a distance is what I mean, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, if you want to be a, if you want to be a problem, you can be a problem, like, at least you're a problem and proud, you know, at least you're not hiding behind terminology and claiming that you understand when you really, you know, you don't understand because you're not listening. How can we come to an understanding and understanding if we're not listening, right? And we're just in an echo chamber all the time. 
you know, I'm sure you could still find, if you would like to, I don't do this personally, but if you would like to, you can continue to support someone that is not in alignment with themselves. You could continue to support people from a distance with love. I That part I can do. I can support you from a distance. I can, you know, understand and, and offer you grace from a distance, from another room, another um, state, country, continent entirely, uh, perhaps even galaxy if need be, but we can't ask for other people to be aware of every issue and every problem if we are so unaware of ourselves. I can't ask people to extend grace. They do not extend to themselves. I can't ask for people to stop hating others if they are actively hating themselves, you know? How can I ask for love if I have not extended myself love? How can I ask for friendship when I have not extended friendship to myself? And there are people out there that are like, yo, my God, this is so, this is such a, like I said, this is my archive. This is my personal conclusion. Like everyone has different realities and paradigms. For others, you know, it could be the extension of an olive branch. And that is how they learn about love and, you know, friendship and things of that nature. I have not always been given that branch and so I have the human experience and paradigm in which I have to cultivate it for myself and then be the magnet that attracts all those things to me and so that is how it works for me but like I said perhaps for someone else that could be of help to them because they could say I've been giving love and I've been giving friendship and I've been extending grace and it hasn't been working and I'm like try to extend those things to yourself and then let's have this conversation again how how the magic will happen you know I can't ask for awareness if people as I've mentioned before don't have it for themselves and it's true we have free will but we also have consequences to our actions and it's important to recall, if you are going to condemn someone else, be sure you're in alignment with all of the facts and the intention that is pure to do so because it's a fine line. And with condemning someone else, you have the potential of condemning yourself. There are opinions that should be said so we can identify them and then move from there. There are outbursts that should be had and then redirected in, in another way. There should be more conversations from all sides of the story and more listening. Once again, can I ask you to listen to someone else if you're not listening to yourself? If you're not, if you're not heeding to history, screaming at all of us, this is not the way. That yes, there are supposed to be consequences to what has happened and there should be accountability taken. And it's up to us to correct the mistakes of the past and to correct the generational curses and the generational trauma and the trauma of our ancestors. And it is up to us to do the work in the healing and the standing up for what's right. Even, even if you're the only one in the room standing up for what's right. Even if you're the only one in the room asking what's so funny, what's going on? I thought we were more than this. Yes, there should be accountability taken for ourselves. But as the ones administering the judgment and administrating the conversation, they should also be analyzed and we should also look into that as well. 
Absolutely. We should always be thinking constructively. <laughs> we should. We should be thinking constructively. We should be mindful. That's the word I'm looking for. Mindful. Because at the end of the day, who are you? Are you someone that moves with integrity? Do you take the time to do the research? Or are you part of the noise in the confusion? Ask yourselves the real question. Ask, I ask myself, like, who am I all the time? Who am I? Who do I want to become? Who was I? Why are we so scared? Why are we so triggered? Why are we so on defense to look at the other side of the conversation, to look behind the curtain? Why the screaming over one another? Why the pointing and laughing at other people's experiences and then invalidating them? Why don't we look to the one person in the corner that may not have the same voice or platform and say, I hear you and I see you. And no, that's not right. And we're going to figure something out. Let's figure something out. You know, I never claim to have all of the answers. Absolutely not. I just, you know, I can claim the hookup. I can, you know, study your history, you know, be mindful, be self-aware. You know, I don't like the let's point out the problems and not have any solutions. Absolutely. Take your knowledge into your own hands. You need resources. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the film archives on YouTube is incredible. If you have not seen it, it's an incredible archive. So much historical information. But don't just take it there. Continue. You know, I do enjoy a good conversation. I do. I do enjoy different perspectives and conversations. I do like the occasional, you know, tired sigh and the, okay, let's just, you win, you know. <laughs> okay, you win. You have it. All right, I hear where you're coming from, X, Y, Z. And you know what I think is so funny is when I tell people, okay, you're right, you win. They kind of just, they don't know what to do with themselves. They're just like, oh. You know, because it's just like they're so on the defensive when it's just like, I let go of the rope, no more tug of war. Here, you have it, you win. Okay, all right, I hear you. Agree to disagree. Truce, whatever you want to call it. Or you know what, you really did make me want to think about that and I'm going to go do some research on that or yeah I do want to go read that book or check out that piece of media or listen about this more or because the, the answer is always um it's not always black and white sometimes it can be I do agree sometimes it can be um but there's a nuance and a mindfulness I try to be the person in the group conversation that turns to the person who's speaking when no one else is listening to them and give them my attention and eye contact and to hear what they have to say even when you know the rest of the group is on about something else and maybe they mentioned something and it felt like it went unheard but I don't know. I think, I think that's one thing that I advise when I tell people, oh, find things that you like about yourself and find things that you admire deeply about your character. And that's one thing I admire deeply is that ability to kind of turn and be like, oh, I heard that. And, you know, even though everyone else is talking around us, but I hear you and I see you specifically. Tell me your side of the story. 
they have something valuable to say too. Or does that not matter because they're not hanging off the bandwagon with you? Does it not matter because they aren't screaming with you in a cacophony of jargon as you're all wagoning yourselves off of a cliff? Some food for thought. It's been real. I love you. And take care of your spirits being in essence. Ciao.